Hello, hello, good morning. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day, and thank you for joining me on Turn to God with Karen. As you may know, every Monday we have Faith and Hope Journey, and that's where we talk about our struggles that we're going through, circumstances that may be unbearable, and we look for overcoming, and it may be people problems. We can turn to the Lord for healing, rescue, and deliverance through Jesus. We can soar above the storms like an eagle. Every Wednesday we have Sword of the Spirit, where we talk about the Word of God, which is a mighty defensive weapon against the attacks of the enemy, which we face every day. Spiritual battles. And the Word of God is where we learn God's personal message to each of us. This is where we learn that Jesus Christ is our gateway to eternity. So, um, I believe that the Lord has assigned me as a believer to be a beacon of hope in the storms. Imagine a lighthouse that receives its light from the ultimate source, the Creator. And then, as a believer, we share that light in hopes to help and encourage other people towards God's kingdom, towards their overcoming. As we each receive His light, we become more like Jesus, and we reflect Jesus for the world around us. Well, today's topic is patience is a virtue. And I imagine we've all heard that phrase at one time or another. What does it mean to you? Don't we first need to know what virtue is? Virtue goes along with the fruit of the Spirit, like patience or tolerance, including self-control, faith, and love, as well as humility, generosity, mercy, and hope. Well, we would love to have all those virtues. Whenever we indicate that patience is a virtue, we're acknowledging how very important it is. For example, it's in our thoughts that Jesus Christ's character is a virtue, and He is patient. When we're determined to be like Jesus, we consider with every thought, word, or deed, action, what would Jesus do in this situation or in that circumstance? I looked up the phrase, patience is a virtue, on the internet, and this is what I found. It means that patience is a skill worth learning and growing. Patience is a valuable tool in life. It allows one to respond calmly in a variety of different or distressing situations. With patience, we can persevere in the face of opposition, and we're less apt to do that knee-jerk reaction that we later regret. Patient faith, or patiently waiting in faith, is often referenced in the Word of God. Truly, how can a person be patient or wait patiently if they have no faith. So those go together. When a person has accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, they become a believer. Only then, when we become His believers, His followers, we receive the Holy Spirit. And with the Holy Spirit, we receive the fruit of the Spirit. That's in Galatians 5, 22 through 23. Well, you know, patience is hard to develop, grow in. I've heard people say, don't pray for patience unless you're ready for a bunch of tests and trials. Well, but as we ask, we can also ask for the Lord to help us in it. 
This virtue is valuable because it touches on every facet of our lives. And as we mature in our virtues, including patience, (laughs) that leads to growth in other virtues that I've mentioned and more. Okay, 2 Peter 1, 3-11 puts it in perspective for us. And it it says it so much more eloquently than I was attempting. Growing in faith. By His divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know Him, the One who called us to Himself by means of His marvelous glory and excellence. And because of His glory and excellence, He has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share His divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. In view of this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence and moral excellence with knowledge. And let's go to verse 6. And knowledge with self-control and self-control with patient endurance and patient endurance with godliness. And godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love for everyone. The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But those who fail to develop in this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their old sins. So, dear brothers and sisters, work hard to prove that you really are among those God has called and chosen. Do these things and you will never fall away. Then God will give you a grand entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What a promise. Well, I have prayed for God to uh, give me patience and with it (laughs) to help me in it. And I believe he's working on me and I'm better today than I was yesterday and I'll be better tomorrow, God helping, than I was today. If you're not yet a believer, a follower of Jesus, or you're not sure of where you stand Let me share with you the good news of Jesus. The creator of the universe loves us so much that he was willing to sacrifice his only son, Jesus Christ. So we may have a way for an intimate relationship with him and spend forever with him. He offers this, but we must believe, receive, and accept Jesus. Until each of us comes to the Lord with a humble, contrite heart and confess our sins, confess Jesus, then we remain on the losing side where there is no lasting peace, contentment, or joy, or a future with Him. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He tells us this in John fourteen six. No one comes to the Heavenly Father except through Jesus Christ, His Son. We've all sinned and fallen short, but the remedy is clear. If we, if we confess our sins to Him, to the Lord, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all wickedness. Thank you, Lord. How do we come to Him? It is really a simple process. We open our heart, our mind, and our mouth. We have free will to do that. We say it out loud. Confession. Your belief in Jesus and accepting Him as your Lord and Savior. And then you walk with Him. John 3.16 says, 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Do you believe that Jesus suffered and died on the cross to pay for your sins, and that he arose on the third day? I encourage you to turn your life over to him. Accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Without delay, you don't know what tomorrow will bring, and your life will never be the same. The Lord, the Holy Spirit, will be with you through eternity. I love to mention the little purple book entitled The Secret Power of Speaking God's Word by Joyce Meyer. In it, we find scriptures per various topics that we can make personal affirmations with. And here are some under the topic patience. I'm going to read a few of them. Um, Psalm 37:34 in the, the Living Bible. I won't be impatient for the Lord to act. I will keep traveling steadily along his pathway, and in due season he will honor me with every blessing. Psalm 40, verse 1. I waited patiently and expectantly for the Lord, and he inclined to me and heard my cry. Ecclesiastes 7, verse 8. Better is the end of the thing than the beginning of it, and the patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. Well, we know that, don't we? And then another verse, let me see. Galatians 6, 9. I will not lose heart. I'm changing these to affirmations, as you know. I will not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. For in due time and at the appointed season, I will reap if I do not loosen and relax my courage and faint. Well, there's several more, but um, I just hope that you will get this little purple book and, um, and make a study yourself. But, you know, actually, nowadays, you can also Google the topic and you can find several scriptures. Well, let me end this episode with um, a prayer. Well, a scripture, well, a scripture relating to virtue. Philippians 4, verses 8 and 9. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all that you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. Oh, that's wonderful, isn't it? And that is so true. Philippians 4, verses 8 through 9. So, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable, and then keep putting into practice all that you've learned and received from the Lord. And then the Lord of God of peace will be with you. Well, I want to thank you for today on um, being with me on Turn to God with Karen and I hope that you'll watch and listen on Wednesday episodes and also on Monday episodes. You can share your suggestions, your questions. Um, any comments are most welcome and you can go to my contact page on my website KarenJaneCasey.com There you'll also see my books, my blogs and resource materials such as uh, regarding domestic violence, because I am a domestic violence advocate or domestic violence 
victim advocate. <laughs> and um, I also have uh, several fiction and nonfiction books that you can see on my website and also at Amazon.com. So if any of my books or podcast episodes um, have brought to you positive feedback, hope for healing, encouragement in any way, or you've made a decision for Jesus, I want to know it. Thank you for spending your time with me today. Blessings to you.